You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. I've not learned music. Just the good stuff, baby. Got to go up north this week, which means I got to stop at Bucky's. Y'all been to a Bucky's? Oh, man. No. I haven't been yet. Uh, there's there's one in Calhoun, about an hour north of Atlanta. Uh, maybe 40 minutes north of you. Uh, I will say. Damn, you can make the trip. Well worth the trip. Gas was 350 Wow. Oh. I know. It pays for itself. How did it taste? They got 100 pumps. Great. It's a gas station where you can't leave paying less than $45 in snacks. <laughs> Fantastic. Absolutely. I said it was a, uh, a gas station that wished on a genie to be a Costco. <laughs> it is the largest gas station you've ever seen. Uh, it has a home goods section. It has a beef jerky, what I call the over-the-counter area, and a prescription area with the expensive beef jerky behind a glass countertop you have to <laughs> Holy get. shit. Do they it's, have a specific I, I, person that's standing in that section that's just, their job description is just jerky? Jerky tender? Jerky yeah, jerk. Jerky tender. Jerky jerk. Yeah, jerk, yeah. They're jerky jerk. There we go. I'm looking Chunk for a beef jerky that'll just like a good, just like body. Like, <laughs> like I don't want anything like real. I just want like a good, just like easy jerky. What do you got? A turkey jerky is going to be more of a head high, so you don't want that. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, here's your elk right here for you, sir. Sean, I will go to Bucky's with you. We will make this road trip because I do want to see your reaction to everything. You can get a barbecue sandwich that's better than most barbecue sandwiches for $3. I am wow. 100% all for this. It's, it's a good time. If you're ever in Texas. So there, uh, the genesis of Bucky is, is that Texas is too spread out. Hmm. And so it's all truck stops. And like families didn't want to stop at truck stops. And so they just put up these no trucks allowed gas stations halfway between all the Texas cities. Um, which is why the they're, trucks they're, can't they're, go there. No, there's it's no trucks. It is only cars. What happens if a truck Damn. goes out? Goes over there. Where are they Shot do? on sight. <laughs> Everyone gets to go outside with a bat and beat it. <laughs> They'll tip it. <laughs> tip the yeah, truck. It is, tip it is the like truck. the the road trip utopia. It is just people on road trips stopping and getting jerky and gummy worms and alcohol and fudge and I hate a cooler with the flag on it for some reason. <laughs> I'm sorry to be this guy, but like, where the fuck was why? Why couldn't it be open when we were going to Bonnaroo? It was oh yeah, it, directly on the route. This is the halfway point between Atlanta and Tennessee. Okay. Then there's one the halfway point between Atlanta and Florida. True, true to their halfway point. Hopefully we get. Apparently Gatlinburg's getting one that's like twice Ooh. the size of a normal Bucky's. Damn, mega Bucky's. Four, four <laughs> times the size of a normal church. Dolly World <laughs> Bucky's. <laughs> You could live in it. There's there's actual like apartments in there. Active community Bucky's. <laughs> Bucky's is just what Epcot was supposed to be. <laughs> Bucky's still has Captain EO. They never took <laughs> to it. all who come to this happy place. Welcome. <laughs> Bucky's is your land. So Arizona doesn't have a Bucky's, but does Georgia have a thing? What? There is if you ever go from Phoenix down to Tucson, there are a million roadside attraction or signs for a roadside attraction called Come See the Thing. And mm-hmm. it, they make it look like they've captured an alien and they have it in a cage for you to poke with the stick. Like, it looks like the most interesting thing. It's actually a mummified person. But. All right. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's what they have. There's also a Rooster Cogburn's ostrich farm. Just right in the middle of the desert. Just acres and acres of ostriches running free. So Is he public domain? Rooster Cogburn? No, that's Rooster his. That's his he's, that's the, he's mummified. He's the one that's there. Wait. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Two separate <laughs> things. Two separate things. But there is a giant. I guess they licensed Rooster Cogburn, like the name. I've seen True Grit. I don't remember a single line about him having ostriches, but I'm all in. It's in True Grit 2, 2 Grit. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, welcome to 197, getting close to the big 198. Uh, I'm Will. I'm your your host this week. Please be nice to me, because so many people aren't. Um, uh, this is True Grit 2, How the Grit Stole Christmas. <laughs> it's... 
directed by Ethan Cohen, who is now apparently going on to direct his a solo film of his own, which I hope is also Macbeth. Uh, I'm Tyler, and I'm Fast and Furious Tokyo Grit. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> the gang's all here. Um, y'all want some dudes rock news? Please, always. always. This is dudes rock news, but if you look on, if you stare at this news story for more than forty seconds, you'll get really sad. So we're gonna oh. do this quickly. Um, <laughs> A Chinese man has been living at the Beijing airport for 14 years because he doesn't want to stop smoking and drinking. Um, when does this get sad? <laughs> <laughs> in <laughs> uh, what's 14? What's what's uh, 2008? 2008. He left his house because his family said, "Hey, you got to quit drinking and smoking." And he said, "No, I'll just go live at the airport." <laughs> <laughs> That's These genius, airport, though. The airport's 12 miles from his house. Uh, he just moved in and started looking for work and just eats and drinks and sleeps at the airport and smokes. Damn. And, uh, and drinks. This is my favorite Danny Brown this, song. <laughs> smoking and drinking at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> Shot. It's like, it's like the terminal with Tom Hanks, except it, Tom Hanks in the terminal was like, I'm moving out of my Western European country to smoke. <laughs> You get too drunk and you realize, oh no, my home country is dissolved. It's like, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Cigarettes are duty free here. (laughs) According to this article, he is not the only person who's doing this. There are up to six others in the same airport who are. There are six people terminaling. Terminaling. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. In the Beijing airport. To terminal. Terminar. To terminal. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Terminar means. Um, do you think that they all live kind of in the same area or do they have their own turfs? Like <laughs> how, how mad would you be if you lived at the airport and someone came up and lived next to you? <laughs> I'd be pretty, I'd be pretty pissed. You got, we got to get a different gate at least. How long well, would it thing. take you to realize that someone else was living at the airport? I think they would smell a pretty immediate. Uh, they lived at the airport. <laughs> I think it would have to be two days of like me being at the airport, going to my, I hop to go Ruby Tuesdays. Just going every day, and then you see the same guy two days in a row. You're like, something's up. <laughs> I think this guy loves Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> also, this guy I don't loves think this guy's going to chain restaurants in an airport. Those are like 30 bucks. <laughs> That's true. Pulling in enough money to be going to the Wolfgang Puck Express every day. <laughs> <laughs> Chili's to go. I've been <laughs> to living Beijing off airport. a fucking Altoids tin for the past week. There's <laughs> <laughs> a picture of him eating some instant noodles, which I imagine are pretty cheap there yeah <laughs> well i felt like i lived at the beijing airport once because my flight got delayed a long time <laughs> he was there at the time you could yeah he was there pass him i've crossed paths with this gentleman and his five companions i wonder what his family thinks like how do you explain <laughs> that to your kids like oh yeah dad's at the airport still <laughs> whenever they go on vacation they're gonna have to coordinate with him to not see him yeah they're but- gonna pass him like he lives there <laughs> Well, maybe he just lives in the Delta terminals, so they'd be sure to try and fly American whenever they can. <laughs> you know, when you go to the airport, how like you always see people you know, like from like from like you know thirty yeah. miles away. Like, oh, this guy I went to high school with at the airport. Yeah, imagine like the odds of seeing someone who lives there. <laughs> <laughs> Would you feel like a guest in his home? I take your shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. I meant to call first. Didn't I, to barge in. You couldn't pull this shit at Hartsfield Jackson, man. Yeah, here's the question. Can't they just get kicked out? Like, nope. you say bomb in an airport, they remove you. Why Why not? He's, like, actively uh, admitting, I'm not getting on a plane. I'm living here. It doesn't close. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like, can I just go and live in a 7-Eleven then? I mean, I, I feel like there's rules. He's not bothering anyone. Apparently, he had um, uh, stopped looking for work and had been given a job in a factory. So, I guess he does go to work. From gotcha. Here. He just goes to sleep in a he chair. He just goes to the airport and, and smokes there. <laughs> I wonder what the, that's got to be the worst commute both ways. <laughs> yeah. I got to drive to work. Oh, now I got to drive to the airport. That sucks. <laughs> As someone who works at the airport, it's not too bad. Oh, <laughs> but I am going the opposite way. <laughs> Man. Man. I mean, good for him, I guess. I'm sorry to this man's family, but he's out here living his weird freaky dream. Yeah. 14 years. And he's still going. Still going. Slightly happier story. <laughs> uh, 
a man in Germany, a 60-year-old man, has received the COVID-19 vaccine. <laughs> Good. Uh, 90 times. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, to collect as many COVID cards as he could to sell, resell them. Um, um, this man is, is glowing purple. <laughs> That's how they knew <laughs> Another entry into the Radish Thieves Guild. Oh, man. What a grift. <laughs> this guy's arm's got to be so sore. I know. I I wonder if they never caught him selling these cards. Is it illegal to get 90 shots? I don't think it's illegal. It's yeah, not exactly. illegal. It's just, like, frowned upon. <laughs> it's, it's a felony to sell the cards. It's not illegal to overdose on the vaccine <laughs> i'm still less upset with him than people refusing to get the vaccine yeah yeah i well he is selling forged cards to people who refuse oh, to get the yeah. vaccine so he's he's kind of cancels you know, it out yeah he's like the anti-vax messiah he's like taking doses off the street so they don't have to take it <laughs> How does he he's keep that, getting he's away that with picture it? of the guy shooting up heroin with Jesus' arm in the place. Is this how you I'll become Morbius? <laughs> <laughs> this is just a plot to Morbius. This is just the Morbius this, Discord community is popping off with this news. <laughs> this is just Jared Leto. <laughs> oh my god! I guess I mean thinking about it, it doesn't seem that hard to do this. I'm not considering it, but no, they know me at my Walgreens. Yeah, but, but they don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. Well, Walgreens probably told them about me. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy who moaned when we gave him the vaccine. <laughs> Watch out. This is the guy who's going to come right up to you, get three inches from your face, and ask where your personal massagers are. Like, just be. <laughs> Do we think the East German city of Magdeburg has more than one Walgreens? Like, how is this guy. <laughs> How is my man doing this? <laughs> they put the handcuffs on them and they melt it off. Face <laughs> <laughs> through the door of the police car. He turned around and just <laughs> evaporated one of the police officers for looking at him weird. I'm going to guess uh, he got he got the fourth vaccine. He walked outside. He saw the Berlin Wall again. And now he's trying to get as many <laughs> vaccines as possible to try to get it to disappear. <laughs> 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 oh man uh and then this is undoubtedly the, the best news we have okay, um, and uh <laughs> 17 years <laughs> I can't even say it. 17 years ago a flamingo escaped a kansas zoo damn it was spotted in texas this week hell yeah <laughs> how with a new family <laughs> He was he, he was staying at the the Kansas City airport for fourteen of those years and decided to leave and go to Texas. His family was smoking and drinking. Drink. <laughs> you can't smoke or drink here, a flamingo. You can't bring that flamingo smell into this house. <laughs> Flamingos do smell really bad. It's the smell that greets you at Zoo Atlanta. Um, this article doesn't say the flamingo's name. This article does. His name was Pink Floyd. <laughs> the coolest name. Apparently they they had they had banned or put the leg band on the bird. They had not clipped its wings yet. Uh, While he was waiting for his wing clipping, he was just like, All right, peace. I'm out. Cool. Flew out. <laughs> Is that it? All right. I'm a ya. flamingo. <laughs> I didn't know flamingos could live seventeen years. Does anyone know how long flamingos can live? <laughs> flamingos never die. Two flamingos escaped. One of them was never seen again. This one, mm. Pink Floyd, has been, which, which is a stand name, um, <laughs> yeah, has been seen in Wisconsin, Louisiana, and Texas. Sometimes other flamingos. This is just like a cool road flamingo. Damn. How did? Where does he go? There's wherever he wants, baby. Flamingos aren't native to the United States, so what's he? What's he up to? Traveling. Holy so. shit! How long do flamingos live? Don't look it up. Eighty years. Tyler's a little over. Oh. Holy shit, no way. <laughs> Sean's looking it up. Sean looked it up. This fun moment <laughs> it's of It's like a fun little podcast game. Oh, okay. 60 years. Wow. Longer than I'll live. Hopefully. Yeah. God damn. I don't want a pet that can outlive me besides Max. We're going to die at the same time. Yeah. <laughs>
hopefully by a poison kiss. Um, <laughs> so there is a non-zero amount of flamingos that were alive around the time of the fall of the Berlin Wall. That's pretty cool. So 50 years ago, that would have been 72. When did it, when did it fall? I feel like after 72. This, this flamingo might have seen the release of the wall. Speaking of... <laughs> If not the yeah, ball. the Berlin Wall fell in '89. This is one of those events that I wasn't alive for, so it does. It's not real to me. Yeah. Uh, but it's very real for a lot of flamingos, is what we're yeah. saying. Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot of German flamingos. That guy who got all the vaccines Ooh. is almost. <laughs> the you've seen. I want to have the life a flamingo has. No, this flamingo could be older than Dark Side of the Moon. Damn it! <laughs> the band was named after him. <laughs> the wall came out in 79. I'm really disappointed. Sorry to say the German word for flamingo is flamingo. Um, Damn it. I was hoping for Rosenlogen's leggings, Burton. <laughs> and that's our that's our anti-German sentiment of the week. Let's move on to <laughs> move on to some. What, what, y'all, y'all got any good stuff in this week? Shrimp and eating pigs in Golden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's the German word for that feeling when you see a flamingo in Texas you think you've seen before in the zoo in Kansas. They have a word for everything. The the best, like, the way this news was broken to me was someone posted, like, retweeted this, like, uh, headline. And the photo they shared with it was just the screenshot spoilers for The Dark Knight Rises. But of just Alfred sitting in a cafe and looking across the way and seeing Bruce. Just kind of like nodding at him. And I think that's the best. It's just like there's that flamingo that escaped Kansas 17 years ago. It's just magical, man. As you Uh, were, Pink Floyd. As you were. I was trying to think of something that wasn't Atlanta or F1. The same sort of things just keep, you know... uh, uh, occupy my weeks, but I am happy to announce that a uh, former show and tell, uh, maybe future friend of the show, Jacob Geller, dropped a, a new video essay just yesterday. I want to say um, all about head transplants, and Hell it yeah. is one of the most like grim, fascinating videos I have watched on YouTube in a long, long time. It is just a, a fascinating look at the concept the study of and like how it's like used in both video games. Yeah. He talks about the Wolfenstein sequel. He also talks about Frankenstein. Um, and he also talks about like the real life surgeon who worked to make like head transplants, a possible thing and studied to see if you could like isolate a brain and keep it alive. Meanwhile, the body and the head are gone and it is a fascinating look at the concept. And it kept me awake a little bit last night. I will admit. Um, but (laughs) if you haven't, I would just, it is very much worth going through Jacob Geller's backlog. His past like four or five videos have been like really hitting. I went back and rewatched today his um, video about Returnal, the PS5 exclusive game that came out last year when the console dropped. The game seemed like, oh, cool bullet hell video game. Sure, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it has probably one of the coolest concepts of a video game I've ever seen. Uh, it is something that I fully hope. Alex Garland or someone in Hollywood picks up an options for a movie. It is a captivating story. And if you don't really care about spoilers and you don't plan on playing Returnal quite yet, go watch that video about Returnal. It is fascinating. Jacob Geller keeps hitting, man. His videos are fantastic. Just like Will Smith. Just like There we go. Ah, there, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um that no, that does sound fascinating. I mean, I the brain I I feel like to be able to sever it and then reattach it, the cord, the brain cord, there's so many different little things you're going to have to he does. He does touch on that, like, the, I forgot the doctor's name, but, like, he was not able to, like, whenever. Frankenstein. Yeah, Frankenstein. Uh, Fra- Frankenstein. Uh, <laughs> whenever, like, he he did all of these experiments on rhesus monkeys. Uh, so, spoiler, you know, tr- uh, spoiler. No wrong, uh, there's no but, wrong way to eat a rhesus. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically like once that spinal cord is severed, it's severed. And apparently that was how it was back in like early 2000s when those experiments were taking place. But apparently some, I think scientists in China have been able to like uh, create some kind of balm or cream or something where it like can awaken like the activity of the spinal cord. So we may uh, see, yeah. like we've had <laughs> like, Give obviously there are like heart, kidney, spinal balm, uh, bone marrow there are plenty of transplants we there's a 
face transplant that's happened within our lifetime. There's a fascinating Nat Geo article about that. I would encourage you to check it out. Um, but we may the see mo- a we may see a head transplant in our lifetime, and that's that's whoo! It gives me chills, man. That's that's a spooky one. That's like I don't know. Would you rather have a head transplant on a, another human body or on a robot body? Go, robot. Yeah, not even close. I mean, it depends on the human. Depends on the human. If I get to pick, then I might change. But well, that's the thing, Tyler. <laughs> what? Is I think the... you do get to pick. Well, <laughs> I guess it's human. Well, well, it's 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 kind of like a human offered up to you, just like ah, this you know person's technically brain oh. dead. Well, then no, then I choose the robot. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be able to, like a lobster in a restaurant, pick the human. Then I'm like, all right, I want his body. Because I feel like if they're if they're at the point where they're giving their body up to me, like things haven't gone well for them either. Right. I don't think I could. I don't think I could pilot that even better than they could. Right. <laughs> they either haven't gone well for them, or things have gone so ridiculously well for you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which the odds of that happening are none. But- <laughs> I would like robot legs. Like I feel like robot arms is is a sticky situation because I feel like I would accidentally like crush a small animal or like punch something too hard. Mm-hmm. But robot legs, there's no downside. You could jump over a building. You could walk up a wall. Yeah. You could run without ever getting tired. Sean's debating the <laughs> downsides. I'm trying. I'm trying to play devil's advocate and trying to figure out what you could do with your legs. I would be like, ah oh, man, shouldn't have gotten those robot legs. Nothing. I can't. Literally nothing. I can't think of anything. <laughs> robot legs are better in every conceivable way. Robot arms are worse in almost every way. You get robot legs. You get immediate black belt. Robot arms of mice and men. Not great. <laughs> robot arms. You crush your wife. <laughs> Just one to pet the. Or rabbits. you could play a beautiful sonata on the piano after never touching the ivory keys. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of good things that your fingers go through every key. <laughs> All right. Um, real, real quick, new Pokemon Snap, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing that. We played it on stream. It is or played the old one on stream? I should say. I, yeah. So I have no nostalgia for it because that was the first time I ever played Pokemon Snap. Mm, sure. Um, it's just it's just a game that's my my favorite. A game I always wanted, which is what if you could ride a fantasy land ride for a game? <laughs> uh, you're just in a little car, and then basically animatronics pop out. And you take pictures of them. That's the whole game. With your <laughs> Pokemon. And it's Pikachu. And he's my friend. <laughs> it's, and it's very obtuse, like, to get... Because I was looking online, like, did I get everything? And, like, no, no, not even close. Like, I had to, like, throw an apple into a bush at the right time to get this Pokemon to do this. Mm-hmm. But, like, very cool. If you're someone who likes, like, you know, dark rides and, like, looking for little secrets in them, I think this is the game. It, like, <laughs> it scratches that very good. I, I don't know. I'm having a blast. Just taking pictures <laughs> of Meganium. Mm. Yeah, very delightful looking Pokemon. Also, like it looks like a trillion dollars because they didn't have to like animate Pokemon for every conceivable instance. Right. They're on like a very set track, so every Pokemon is lovingly rendered <laughs> instead okay. of just uh, so good. It's perfect. So good. None of none of them think for themselves. It's, <laughs> no, it's amazing. They behave the same every time unless you throw an apple at them. <laughs> <laughs> just like humans. <laughs> um. I'll be I'll be really quick with mine uh, because like Sean, you know I've I've done the usual stuff. I've been watching like Atlanta, which is fantastic. You should go watch it. But we've talked about that so much lately. So I decided to bring something kind of fucked up, but pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> Disney has uh, n- not a lot of people are happy with Disney on both sides of the spectrum. They have done a lot to make a lot of people upset in this past month, uh, including me. Uh, not with the other well, yeah, with the other stuff, but also with this. They released a compilation album called Lo-Fi Mini Focused, and it is, it is, the the album cover is Mini dressed up as the Lo-Fi Beats to Relax and Study to, and uh, Girl, and they have Lo-Fi remixes of fucking Hakuna Matata, uh, A Whole New World, oh my God. I Can't Wait to Be King, You've Got a Friend in Me, songs that you wouldn't expect to be lo-fi. Here's the thing. I listen to this album, and I laugh my ass off the whole way through because it's so ridiculous that this exists. But it's, I'm happy at the same time because it's so ridiculous. Uh, the only song that's missing, which would be amazing, would be Ugly Bug Ball, the lo-fi remix, of course. But You can't lo-fi that. Yeah, that I guess it's full. too exciting. But, I just uh, put the cover art in the chat here. Who drew this? <laughs> this well, is Disney. 
This is some of the worst cover art I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, that sucks. This is like... OC, do not steal. Like, it's not even in perspective properly. That's not yeah, even nope. AP art. That's just like... That is officially licensed Disney art right there that we're talking about. The desk about. and the wall have different vanishing points. <laughs> so you can, they don't line up. It's not What's great about this outside. is... Why would he even study? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he wearing a, a factory jumpsuit? <laughs> That's true. Uh, not much going on there. But uh, here, here's the thing. Lo-fi artists all have weird-ass names. So I think it's really funny that you can listen to How Far I'll Go, the lo-fi remix by Mommy, and it's officially <laughs> licensed by Disney. <laughs> they do have Un, po- Un-, Un Poco Loco, which is one of the best Disney songs to come out in the last 10 years. Yeah, well, that, that yeah, of course, makes sense. It's a, a lo-fi song, but mm, if you ever yeah, have... 30 minutes put this on put put some of your favorite disney classics on and see what they have become what <laughs> disney has made of them oh man. Uh, my only my only regret is they didn't like press this or something because i could see disney just like oh for sure pressing the shit out of this and then showing up in sean's shop i'd buy it uh i will say that disney throughout the years notoriously shittiest pressings around we only get uh fucking uh, that anything that's not mondo is usually just like disney picture this awful don't buy a picture of this. <laughs> and also, Disney used to just post, like, print just old, like, storybook, like, kids' records. Shit. Just awful mm. shit. I have one Disney record, and it's the Haunted ha- House Sounds. Um, Ooh. And it... Okay, that one still sounds good. I, I'll stand behind that one. The Haunted Mansion stuff is fine, but... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue that most people buying those old Disney storybook records aren't buying them for audio quality. <laughs> Fair enough, <laughs> yeah. Because I have the Haunted Mansion soundtrack on, on vinyl. Yeah, sounds great. I don't know how it sounds. Fine, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I cannot get over this album art. It's so <laughs> bad. Look at look at how she's holding the pencil and look at the orientation of the paper. <laughs> she's writing in a towel. Yeah. It's a, it's her hand. It's abysmal. It's so it's so good. It's 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 so terrible that it rules. It's so terrible that it rules. And why is there a locket? mysteriously hanging from the shell. Why would somebody put that there? She has, like, the first draft of a mouth. (laughs) She does. Is Mickey, like, canonically left-handed? Or I feel like this is something That's Minnie. Minnie, sorry. Is Minnie... Did you see the bow? No, I knew it was Minnie. Maybe it's Mickey, but he's, like, feeling pretty. That's true. (laughs) He's gonna put a little bow on and do some studying. Listen to some lo-fi shit. Her laptop's not even on. Yeah, there's, this is all kinds of messed up. I, I need to find who made this artwork. Look, they got this person on Fiverr and said, hey, the album comes out in an hour. Can you give us Mickey <laughs> Mouse, Minnie Mouse studying by by gradient light? We will not pay. <laughs> We're Disney. We don't have much money. <laughs> we don't have much walking around money, if you know what we're saying. Uh, do you want to hear about show and tell? Oh, yeah, please. I've been waiting for this for days. I uh, attended a, a live-action role-playing weekend. What? Um, LARP? I know, a LARP. Uh, full disclosure, it was run one run and written and admined by a um, uh, friend of the network, a uh, member of the network, uh, of Shane, the network. from, yeah, friend and, friend and member, uh, number one in your programs, number five in your hearts. Um, <laughs> Shane from I Survived the Rapture, um, who did a wonderful job putting this weekend together. Uh, great time. Uh, spoilers, had a great time. Uh, <laughs> but I do want to walk through uh, kind of my thoughts going into this, my, my preconceived notions of how this was going to go, uh, how I got coaxed into doing this, and how it went. Okay. Uh, because my only experience of live-action role-playing is in like a TV show where they put the nerdiest guy in the world in the park playing like a wizard. Thunderbolt! Yeah. Thunderbolt! <laughs> exactly. Um, and I was not excited to do that. I, I would say going into the weekend, I was about as excited as I was going into wisdom teeth surgery. Damn. Because uh, I was like, ah, this is going to be fun, but like, catch no one. If this is bad, no one's going to ever know about this. Like, this is, this is no going to be to the grave. And a uh, member of the network and friend of the network, Evan, uh, has been to this event several times. Um, and he was like, y'all got to come up. It's a fun weekend. Make a ridiculous character. Come shoot Nerf guns with us. Uh, and it, he got like four or five new people to come, so we all went up in his car. Um, uh, the event is was called Valkyrie. It was unlike most live action role playing events. It was not 
like D and D theme. There was no Tolkien. There was no you know mm-hmm. wizards and stuff. It was uh, fantasy World War Two themed. Hell yeah! So imagine that um, the fictional Axis and Allied powers were fighting over Narnia, Eorzea, Gaia, whatever mm-hmm. fantasy world you want, which basically lets you have World War Two aesthetic and guns and stuff, but lets you do stuff like my oh, gun shoots lightning. What do the Axis powers need in a magical land like that? Like what what is going on? Like what's the overall story here? I mean, there, there is an overall story. You can go on the website and read all 100 pages of it. Dear, uh, Jesus Christ. They are the Maxorian Empire, and they are fighting over the resources. Basically, if they can control the fantasy world, they can control the world, the real, real world war. Um, gotcha. It's, it's very like Final Fantasy VI. It's, you know, real kind of, you know, old, old-timey aesthetic, plus, like, there's lightning. <laughs> it's, <Gotcha>. There's spells. <laughs> um uh, and basically kind of the, uh, the, the, the pitch I got for it was like, we wanted to do one of these things. We didn't want to do wizards and knights and people swinging foam swords at each other. So we did nerf guns mm. and, uh, the, the guys who write it were like, we got tired of seeing the same stuff in every one of these. So we just kind of wrote in various video game characters that we like. There's lots of characters that are basically a one for one metal gear solid character. Nice. There was a dark souls knight that we fought. Uh, very lots lot being pulled for fan servicey stuff. Um, my char- I had to make a character. Uh, I wanted to do something funny, so I made a character named Blade Gunhaver. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of the way to go. I found out. Like you want to make a GI Joe character. You want to make a cheat commando. You don't want to make show up and say I am you know private this person from Kentucky. Like no, that's that that. In my opinion, that's the least fun way to do that. Yeah. It's like if you're gonna go fight a Minotaur in Narnia, you're not, not catch me being like, "I'm from New York." You know, like, <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> that could be pretty funny, though. I didn't really know what to expect. I thought it was gonna be like you know swinging swords in the park. It was somewhere between an escape room and Westworld, oh. um, and that like the whole area was themed, like the whole bunks, the whole camp was all themed like the thing, uh, the staff was various NPCs and throughout the weekend, every couple of hours they would switch NPCs and you could talk to them and whatever and get clues and hints and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd do missions where your company would go out and, uh, you know, solve puzzles in the woods and like, you know, have to like look for hidden, you had 10 minutes to find five bombs in the woods and defuse them and you had to solve a puzzle. Ooh. And then uh, if you, if you weren't on a mission, yeah, there's it's, it's lots of like little like kind of field day games that we did. Uh, and then like, while you're not on a mission, you're kind of responsible for being the monsters on the other team's missions. So like uh, while you're not out there, you got to like put a black coat on and like be a bad guy in the woods. Cool. Gotcha. And like, yeah, it's, it's really fun because like, uh, it is a game where there's combat, but it's also like, Hey, make the guys playing, have fun. So like go out there, give them a hard time. Don't totally party wipe them, but like put up enough of a fight where they feel like they had a challenge. So like you do get a lot of like cool narrative things where like, if they're like, Hey, if someone kills you in a cool way, even if you still have hit points left, go down. So they feel cool. Yeah. And so like, yeah, it's like it kind of feels like the, the, the progression of D and D. So like D and D, you're you're playing improv, you're making a character. This is that plus kind of physical improv, and you got you marshals out there. Yeah, you get you touch grass. Yeah, uh, there's marshals out there who are kind of half ref, half dungeon master, who are being like, all right, you walk in this area, uh, the door behind you closes, you can't go out this way. You, you look around, you see this, 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 and this. Go, and so you have to like kind of act out, kind of escape room style had to solve all the puzzles and stuff. And then like, you know, sometimes we'll be eating dinner and then like a, a siren goes off and you have to grab your guns and go fight. Uh, uh, cool. They wake you up in the middle of the night. No, 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 there was none of that. There was uh, physical training at eight in the morning. If you wanted to, <laughs> you could go work out with the, with one of the guys plays a character. He's basically Sergeant Slaughter from WWF. Nice. Uh, and you could go work out with him in the mornings. And if you did, you got a full reset uh, that you could use anytime during the, during the weekend. Oh, cool. That's fine. So what? Um, and yeah, Sorry, go ahead. No, what was just like the PvP like? Like, did you interact at all with the other teams, or like, what teams were they playing for? Yeah, did anybody show up and say, "I want to beat the Germans in this World War II situation"? So that has happened. They have oh, reached no. out to the admins and been like, "Can I role play as the bad guys?" And they were like, "No," and don't come. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. So no, everyone's good. everyone's on the same side. It's, it's all PVE, pretty much. There's no real PvP. Um, What's PVE? It's just you environment. Uh, player versus environment. Oh, uh, okay. NPCs. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. You're pretty much only shooting nameless black shirt drones. Oh, um, uh, got it. Okay. 
so yeah like the different countries didn't really matter it's just like a cultural thing because like everyone's costumes kind of based on where they're from yeah i did like a Nor- norwegian character which is svalgard is their kind of version of scandinavia mm. uh it's so, like those guys all wore like sailor hats and like blue kind of navy uniforms whereas like evan is from the ulysian federation which is their america and he plays like kind of half elvis half bob hope yeah um, that who's a uso guy who's a big cowboy hat in, in guns and so like those were really fun <laughs> yeah. uh very fun very fun weekend how uh, cool the first the first day i was like i don't really know like this some people are getting pretty heated i'm out here dressed like a lunatic <laughs> uh by the last night i was all in like i mean it's not that different from the the new star wars hotel the galactic star cruiser in fact i would say the star wars hotel is a larp because you are signing up you're making a character it's a very very expensive one yeah, whereas yeah. this is not very expensive but it's the same thing and i would i'm looking forward to the next one in august uh, if you're in the southwest southeast southeast <laughs> uh, check out valkyrie larp you can find it online cool I, if, if, if you don't go at very least look at the look at the website because these folks have put a lot of hard work into it and it really shows uh lots of very loving details put into uh this this I mean, I can't even fathom how many hours they put. Like, there's one of the props. One of the props was a monster manual. It was supposed to be passed down from like different generations, and like it was a full book of monster manuals that various staff members had written in in different handwritings on every page. Nice. <laughs> so make it look like it was. It was ludicrous for a for a, a absolutely insane prop and makeup work uh, at this thing. How many people were there? Uh there were 33 players and five staff, I think. Wow. I think they were down a couple staff. So I think there's normally about 10. Um, it was a smaller one of these events compared okay. to some. But uh, yeah, very, very fun. The guys who showed up and were like, I'm going to be a ridiculous G.I. Joe character and let's do this. Hoot. Some great friends I met. <laughs> nice. The ones who were like, I'm going to win this game. Not so much. <laughs> like, it's it's very fun to lose. Like you don't want to something we found out was like when you get shot, throw your hands in the air and flop over because that's more, that's more dramatic than getting shot and going, I'm fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you want to do one, look up on one online. I recommend going with friends. Uh, Shane was actually saying they went to one in Poland, uh, run by CD project red called witcher school. Wow. in In a Polish castle. And you, it is officially sanctioned by the witcher company. Jesus. Uh, and it is a full weekend of that, learning how to be a witcher uh, and, and fighting monsters and stuff. That's awesome. So my interest is peaked. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to make it in August, but it does sound fun. I do like hearing stories from it. They do. They do four a year. Okay. So damn. One yeah. A quarter. And like, they're all they're all canon too. So like, damn. The boss from this guy was an NPC from last time who went bad at the end. Uh, or here. Oh, there's. There's hella lore. There's hella lore. <laughs> I, I that's awesome they do. I'm sorry for that reaction. It's great they do it four times a year. I'm very surprised. It's I think it's pretty cheap to put on. Like it's a, sure. a lot of a lot of labor, but yeah. the overhead is like nerf guns. Yeah. You had to supply your own nerf guns, right? Yes. Okay. But nerf guns are very cheap. That's true. I did not real supply guns my own ammo. <laughs> What? I can, no. get, I can get you some real guns. <laughs> Tyler lives in Arizona. You did have to show up and like fire your all your weapons like past like a radar gun to show that like they were going proper nerf speed and you hadn't like That's juiced it up. That's fantastic. Yeah. You hadn't juiced it to like, you know, shoot it through a man's skull or something. <laughs> like the cap was like 120 feet per second, which is like put some thumbtacks at the end of the little darts. If you had a melee weapon, you had to like get it approved and like you make sure it doesn't have like, you know, a hardcore or something like that. So you don't go out there and, yeah. And, uh, you know, give someone a concussion. Murder someone in this Tennessee woods. Yeah. Uh, you could do mines. A mine is, uh, two paper plates with a blown up bag between them. (laughs) And, uh, if you're an NPC, you're kind of encouraged to like not see it coming and be like, I'm on patrol. Uh, but like Evan was saying, sometimes you put a mine down and someone legitimately steps on it, and that's the coolest feeling in the world. It's like, I got him, I got him. <laughs> Ten splash damage right there. I'm curious to know if uh, there's if there's a, a room for a, a a scraggly short detective who has one fake eye and is uh, very persistent in uh, his investigations. If you're asking if you can do Columbo, you absolutely can. <laughs> I've already gotten the go-ahead to uh, respec my. I did a sniper this time. I've gotten the go-ahead to respec my character and be a juggernaut, 
which is the uh, the armored tank class. Yeah. And be be Frankie from One Piece for next time. Um, and yeah. I'm working on a rope ladder system so one of my friends can ride on the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> so my fourth segment question is: If you had to create one of these events mm-hmm. uh, using any IP, your own, existing, uh, you know, OC do not steal. Um, what would you base it off of, and how would you play? Because I have an idea, but I want to hear y'all's. How many you got, Sean? I've got four. Uh, four? Yeah. Okay, you go first. Okay. We'll switch off. You want to alternate? Yeah, there you go. Uh, round table. Okay, so first up, when you ask, you know, kind of like uh, live action role play, kind of like park experience, like full in-depth sort of thing, like you get a three, four-day experience. First thing that came to mind for me was Blade Runner. Uh, mm. I think, you oh, know, God. cyberpunk sort of experience, if you can put that in like a small environment and pull that off well enough and just, you know, uh, you can role play as you know a, a bioengineered not bioengineered but you know uh, someone yeah, with yeah. okay bioengineered like human someone with robot legs yeah not arms robot legs but not arms or aren't you know i think that would be very fun or it's just kind of like very noir-esque and you're you know trying to solve a mystery and there are like cyborgs and that sort of you know replicants all around you i i think that'd be fun that would be fun because you could pick if you're a replicant or not exactly too. And you could like keep it a keep it a secret. You don't have to disclose. And you can ask people like you see a turtle overturned in the, the desert. What do you do? <laughs> That'd be fun because I, I I really like the idea because like they did this thing where like you have a backstory, but you're not obligated to say it. So everyone's kind of walking around with like two pages of lore in their heads. <laughs> That's so, I can ask this. I'm going to say this. <laughs> oh, my character did die by autoerotic asphyxiation. Like that is because all the all the all the char- all the player characters are like re- reincarnated. Oh. That's a plot point. You've, you've all died and have been brought into this fantasy war. Damn. And so it's my like official, guy. yeah, my, my, my official bio was I was strangled. Uh, my, my legitimate bio was it was on accident. <laughs> <laughs> the old character. But you died by accident. One of the things was like, everyone say your last words before you died. And then everyone's like, you know, I, there was, you know, I, I was crying out for my wife. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is great. <laughs> uh, my first one is Osmosis Jones. It takes place inside of a slovenly <laughs> Bill Murray. You get to play as either a white blood cell or a Drix, and you get to fight viruses. Oh, man. That that would be pretty cool. It would, it be, would be. This is basically cells at work, but I'm, I'm all, all about it. What was the uh, uh, Body Wars? Yeah, at Epcot. Yeah, um, I had one that was Harry Potter, but uh-huh. you don't get to play as a wizard; you just play as a British person. <laughs> just in London, not knowing anything's Cause, happening. Right, because much like the real Harry Potter book, unless your name is Harry Potter, jack shit happens to you, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is the kind of brought to the next level of you're just a person in London, and then occasionally in the middle of the night, like someone will tap on your window, and like you look outside, and there's like two guys in a fist fight, and. <laughs> You forget about it in the morning, and that's the Harry Potter LARP, is that you are nice. just a British person, you have healthcare, um, and you're not... But not dental care. Yeah, and you eat a lot of peas. <laughs> you wake up in the morning and you're craving Heinz beans. <laughs> Harry Potter lore. Thinking about those beans. <laughs> um, the next one, I got... I thought of this one pretty last minute, and I'm very excited about it. I think this could be a, a great, a lot of fun. Surely more fun than anyone in Maine has ever had. Um, oh. But. Oh, I know where this is going. You get a Castle Rock situation going on. You get yeah. Stephen King properties all about the neighborhood. You've got Pennywise. You've got, you know, the Dark Tower. The cat. You get, yeah, uh, you get the, the cars. You just like. You're, you know, you're a detective, and you have to solve these different murders while it's like you. But it's like not only is it the haunt experience, which I, you know, Will and I have come on and talked about before, so cherished being spooked, but it's also like there's the detective nature. There's just like oh, it's in like this quaint New England town, and yet something horrifying is going on. I think that would just be ideal of just like oh man, there's like. Three haunted hotels in Stephen King lore too. Yeah. So I feel like you could stay in. Was it fourteen? Fourteen oh eight. Fourteen oh eight. Stephen King. Yeah. Uh, fourteen oh eight. Overlook. The Overlook. There's probably more. <laughs> the Pennywise hotel. hotel. The Pennywise hotels. Um, similarly, much higher budget. Um, 
still New England, you get the HP Lovecraft experience. You get, you know, uh, cosmic. Not like that. You get, like, just like... So I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> mostly white people. I'm not talking about <laughs> HP Lovecraft in Brooklyn. I'm just like, you get just like the, the cosmic beings and like the unknowable uh, just experience of like something that will make your mind melt. So I guess that's kind of like Burning Man mixed with like elaborate animatronics and light shows uh <laughs> i think it could be great the uh real, real quick speaking of speaking of lovecraft um the last the last fight we did over the weekend was against kind of the boss of the weekend who kind of everyone's missions had been kind of leading up to at different points of this boss it was against shane and, uh uh it was against shane's friend <laughs> oh. <laughs> shane was out there uh he was he was refing it but uh or marshalling it but um we all got, we were eating dinner. We all got called out to, to do this big fight. So everyone like runs outside and there's like 30 people fighting one guy. And there's like marshals with swords and like, they're supposed to be invisible, but they are like twirling the sword kind of as, like they're floating. And like, if you get hit by one, that's like three damage, which immediately encaps you. And so like, there's people trying to like shoot this guy while also dodging the staff members with swords. And, um, <laughs> They're playing. They have a speaker set up. They didn't play like music pretty hardly all weekend. But they're playing a song, and it's a song I've heard a hundred times before. And I was like, God, what is this? Like, I know what Ugly this is. Ball. This is. <laughs> it was. It was one of the Bloodborne boss themes. Ah, <laughs> and I was like, but it was like, but it was like a metal remix of it. And I was like, Oh my god, I know exactly. It was so so. If you're gonna play music once, like during the boss playing a boss theme, was very very good. <laughs> That's nice. fantastic. Yeah. It was Father Gascoigne's theme, which is one of the best one of the best ones. Uh, my next one is Cats 2019. <laughs> 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 you get to hang out with your jellicle. friends. Oh. Yeah, you get to hang out with Bustopher Jones, Old Deuteronomy, throw trash at Grizabella. You know, <laughs> every night you get to watch the railway cat flip up into the sky and disappear. <laughs> Oh man! It's hey, folks, did you miss the experience you had walking down the theater hallway in ninth grade? Well, we've got it here for you. Yep, it's cats, and everybody competes to be the one to die at the end. So, <laughs> one of, kill me. You won't be one. Up. But uh, one of our actors will fly away in a hot air balloon that we pretend is death. <laughs> it should be one contestant every year gets to, oh, gets to go to the heavy God. side. <laughs> This was not my idea. This was a friend of the show, and at one point, a guest host of the show, Jacob, um, had an idea oh, yeah. called just called Elves the LARP. <laughs> and he's like, there's no combat. You just you wear a long white robe, and you go sit at a big round table for like 10 hours and just deliberate. <laughs> deliberate just over elf politics. Elf politics. <laughs> that's that's, that's the model you win, honestly. If... So, yes, I, I brought it up. It is model UN, but it's model UN for Elf. <laughs> and you just, That's amazing. And the funniest thing was, he said, I, I, I can't do this justice. If you're listening to this, which you're probably not, I'm very sorry. I can't do this bit justice. But he said, say, he's like, because Elf have very strict caloric needs, but they're very proper. Every hour on the hour, waiters will come in with a tray <laughs> and give you a single piece of bread, which you have to eat with a white glove on silently. <laughs> Oh, and then, great. and then go back to your oh politics like God. nothing happened. Just like, oh yes, it's time for the bread. <laughs> yes, I'm all for that. Um, so elves, elves, the LARP. Um, hit up Jacob for for more details on that. That that, that made my weekend because I was like, oh, we should do a model UN, but for cereal. And oh, yeah. so the the Rice Krispie perverts now crackle and pop. Uh, Tony the Tiger. So it's moderated by General Mills. Uh, you have to go and you know say like you know while your sugar supplies are running low and you know does Smacks need all of that? <laughs> That's great. And nobody de- deliberate over resources. <laughs> yeah, Captain Crunch is a lawsuit waiting to happen. There's too many sharp edges. <laughs> Bring back fruit brute. Uh, the last one I had was over the garden wall, which I think Ooh. would be just Ooh. a delightful like a little fall. Like you just walk through like mysterious little like little towns and houses and interact with characters that kind of teach you and trying to help you find your way home. Um, I brought this up to Peyton and she also brought up that Jenny Nicholson's upcoming, like I'm sure three, four hour video is all about the park evermore. Um, which I think is in Utah, um, or was in is Utah. It a LARP park. What is it? A LARP park. Kind of. It's, 
if you're I would recommend if you subscribe to her Patreon, there's like a first draft up that you can watch. I watched the whole hour. It's fascinating and I can't wait for the whole video to come out. Um funny enough, Jenny's also coming out with a uh uh Galaxy's Edge, not a Galaxy's Edge, but a, um was it Star Cruiser, whatever. Um Galactic Star yeah, Cruiser. Galactic yeah. Star Cruiser video out soon as well. But yeah, there's a part called Evermore where basically you can go in, there weren't any rides or anything, but you can interact with all these just kind of like mythical like fantasy creatures and like there'd be just like plot lines going on every night that you would help with and things like that so it essentially is a lark park um but i just think over the garden wall got a great soundtrack it's very peaceful very calming um but it's a little spooky and a little mysterious have you fall drink cider every night yeah Shit, i do that in the spring just so i could feel the fall because i hate the spring man allergies suck where do you buy cider i want want this over the garden wall one so bad now you, you make it. You got to make, make it, it, Fred. It's powdered. Oh. <laughs> or powdered. <laughs> um, I got one last one. It's not super fleshed out. Hit us. Uh, it's Mars Needs Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much about the movie, but I figured a LARP featuring Martians and mobs. I'm in. 100% in. <laughs> I don't... I don't understand how these events aren't more popular. I think they just have <laughs> terrible PR. Because yeah. what, is, what has popped up like weeds in the past couple of years. It's two things. It is comedy D and D podcast and escape room. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is literally these two things put together and people act like you're asking if they want to go do heroin in the woods. <laughs> yeah. You got to sign a consent. Whoever does PR for live action role play <laughs> needs to quit their job and go jump in the lake. We're going to come. It was a hoot. Take your mom in the night. You got to find her. <laughs> You gotta come out. Yeah, wasn't you, gotta, that movie? you gotta come out to a hollowed out Dave and Buster's where we've got weird spaceship simulators. You gotta come find your mom, along with thirty four. <laughs> Did you see this movie? What? What? Did you see this movie? No, no, but I'm like vaguely aware of its premise. I just know my sister saw it in theaters and said it was like the saddest movie she'd ever seen. <laughs> That's the perfect LARP. Everyone crying at the LARP. <laughs> it goes be sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the near the near automata LARP. You go and you're like, I'm gonna cut up robots with a sword, and you leave, and you're like, Am I alive? <laughs> like, <laughs> what does it mean? Oh man! All right, folks, that's gonna do it for episode 197. Folks, what did we learn? What did we learn today? Oh yeah, I forgot. Tyler only thinks in nightmares. What... <laughs> <laughs> what? I learned what Mars and these moms might be about. <laughs> I have a tendency. To, I have dreams of like. Oh, I'm at like this park and I'm about to get on this exciting cool ride. I can't wait. And then something happens and I wake up every time. God help me if I have like I'm at the cat's park that Tyler described. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm about to ride Buster for Jones. I'm about <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I cast a spell at old Deuteronomy. <laughs> uh, oh, What'd you learn? Tyler. Oh man, I uh, oh I learned that I forgot to bring up um um my life as a teenage robot LARP. Okay. Get him out of here. Nope. Get out. Uh-uh. Get him. Get him out. <laughs> no. Nope. Bonk, uh-uh. bonk, bonk. Good night, Tyler. Quit bringing Give your it. eighth grade fanfic into. You guys brought that. I did not start that. <laughs> no, you, st- you, you started, started it. How would no, you started I feel that? like I was accused. How would like, we have? No, because you we, brought no, it up. I think you you brought it up, and we were like, oh, Tyler had that way too handy. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> This was, <laughs> that's one he had in the chamber waiting for us to ask. That one. Hey has, guys, that's the part of my backstory that I. Does anyone have a celebrity up. crush? Ginny XLR? <laughs> <laughs> or what's, what's the XL nine? What's your name? Hey Tyler, what was your character's last words? Oh, you mean who was I in love with my entire life? <laughs> I'm prepared oh, to tell you that. Man. Hey, turn over to champions. That would be sick as shit. Do you have a tournament of champions? Oh yeah, I got a tournament of champions. Uh, it, it, it's super quick. In uh, in in keeping up with the theme, this tournament of champions it takes place in a giant forest. It takes thirty minutes to get. Uh, I'm sorry, a whole day to get from one end of the forest to the other. On one end of the forest, we have the world's best um, army ranger in 2022. Like pick picking them up right now, putting them on one end of the forest. On the, the other end of the forest, we have a medieval wizard a la merlin 
and um, they both have as much prep time as it takes for one to get to the other. They know who's coming. Um, they don't know what each other's you know powers are because obviously an, an army ranger doesn't know that wizards exist, and the wizard can't comprehend firearms because this is the you know medieval times. So, who wins? I think it's the wizard. This is the this the wizard. How long did it take? <laughs> How long did it take us to compromise Osama bin Laden to a permanent end? <laughs> he wasn't a wizard. He was just a guy. It took us so long to find him. This is a wizard. He's a man with a long beard, and instead of a long uh, a woods that takes you a year to get a day to get across, it's Pakistan. <laughs> I mean, it might just be like I don't know what wizards can do. He might just be making like herbs and salves and stuff. But like, it took Chris think, like, Pratt all of nine minutes to find this wizard. Um, <laughs> he could open a portal, maybe. I don't know what. We That's the thing. Is that like I feel like Merlin would like? Oh, like he could easily just like look over and get a glimpse of Mark Wahlberg over there and be like, "All right, I got a good idea of what an army ranger is." Meanwhile, the other man is just like, "I gotta track him." With what? He's got a, he's got an assault rifle and a Bowie knife, so he's he's pretty well equipped. So what? Merlin can You've fly, I think. American sniper and his fake baby over there. In the stands. <laughs> it's, it's American sniper versus Merlin. We've got. I forgot his name. What was his name? Chris Kyle. Chris Kyle versus a wizard. <laughs> See my my opinion. Chris Kyle versus Merlin. My <laughs> my opinion wouldn't be as like not just a wizard easily swayed. Twitter's gonna be very upset. With I that. saw I saw a tweet that was like J.K. Rowling's wizards never failed. Like they always win because they never came in contact with humankind's greatest weapon, a gun. And now I'm wondering, like, <laughs> I don't think a wizard could stop a gun. Yeah, but gun was brought into Hogwarts. <laughs> you have to like yell a yell a spell. Like no way Merlin could no way Merlin could shot <laughs> end the episode. <laughs> I just got up and ran. It's like someone just like <laughs> What did you say? <laughs> what if someone brought a gun to Hogwarts? <laughs> oh. I'm, going stop. With Merlin. Stop. I'm going with Merlin. I can't <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm just trying to think if my Bloodborne character could beat my Elden Ring character. And I think my Elden Ring character wins because he can summon a meteor. That's <laughs> true. Merlin could turn himself into a fish and turn a boy into a king. An army ranger can, like, get a dodge. You sword in the stone, Merlin? <laughs> what? You went with so sword in the stone, Merlin? Yeah. The, that's the, the gentlest Merlin? That's the only Merlin. He's the King Arthur wizard. Ugh. Army Ranger has a Dodge Challenger and a, a a wife and two children waiting for him at home. He's got a Dodge Charger with 18% interest. <laughs> <laughs> Just say Merlin's not going into a QT asking if they have a, a military discount. Merlin wins. <laughs> uh, Merlin's not going to ask you to hold on to $20. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Merlin, Merlin's not leasing a waterbed. <laughs> this is the Merlin that's painted on the side of a matte van. Yeah. <laughs> no one's listened to prog rock and drawn on like desert storm scenes on the side of their <laughs> Chevy. Here's <laughs> Colin Powell. But, um, <laughs> just like a guy pulling up in a big van and it's just got like <laughs> the Vietnam Memorial painted on the side. He rolls the windows <laughs> down. It's just Creedence Clearwater Revival and Magic Dragons. <laughs> I'm a real patriot. Uh, All right. Hey, guys, Scyther was assaulted. <laughs> no, Scyther versus Merlin. Totally different. Scyther. Totally different story. Yeah, once we get to that bracket, uh, Scyther all the way. But right now, I'm taking Merlin. Yeah, it's Merlin by a mile. Okay. I, I love what I'm going to put this Twitter poll up. Because... <laughs> American Cypher Chris do, Kyle versus Merlin. Just do Merlin Chris Kyle. And for people who don't know Chris Kyle, very funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that's it. Uh, you can find us. Uh, I'll do my plugs, and Tyler can do this. Tyler's gotten really good at the the podcast plugs. Okay, uh, I'm Will. You can find me at Will from online online. <laughs> yeah, I'm Sean. You can find me at that Sean Barry on Twitter and Sean and Barry everywhere else. Uh, you can find me online at Tyler from Radish. You can find the podcast online at Radish Pod. Join our uh, Discord. We are about to start our second 
One Piece book club. Uh, Sean's joining this time. Not too late. And as well as as a metric shit ton of people who joined just today. So we have a lot of people who are uh, getting started here. So jump on now, or if you're listening to this three months down the line, still come in. It'll be a good time. We have like five new readers in this in this round, yeah. which is more than last time. And then we have yeah. three or four returnings, or three or four veterans, and then like the whole One Piece Book Club one is going to be going through this. So uh, jo- join the fleet. Indiesaurus.com slash Discord. Um yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, listen, listen to Shane's podcast, uh, and um, do something nice for someone this week. No, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today.